Hey, bitches. Welcome back to That's the Worst, the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. We are your hosts, Kevin Ie, and we have a lot of opinions that are, well, what is it? What's that word again? Um, unpopular? Yeah. Um, today, this is a daytime episode. We are coming at you um, from an airport and a living <laughs> Sorry, room. Sorry, <laughs> I was just trying to figure out how to mute myself. Yeah, Keep you going. were like, like, oop, anybody there? Um, today is our second book club episode. Um, super excited. These literary geniuses are back and ready to have a really heated discussion. Um, go through all the literary, um, what are those things called? Like similes, you know? Um, tropes and tropes. Um metamorphoses hyperboles yeah we have a lot of storylines literary elements figures yeah we have the rising action we have the climax yeah onomatopoeia that was always a fun one never figured out how to spell that could never never master that out i before e except after c yeah okay that's how that's how i remember (laughs) how to spell my name (laughs) Hi before you. Where's the C? See you next Tuesday. Yeah. That's the the cunt is silent. Oh my god, I e. Oh, should I not say that on our podcast? I don't know. You just really like we've been recording for like three minutes. You just like uh, got right into it. Sorry, I'm in a weird. I'm just in a weird place. Just Fine. dropping the C word. Sorry, if oop, bleep, I'll go back and bleep that out. <laughs> no, you won't. Every single time I'm like, can you go back and edit that out? I don't know how. Out. I don't know how. Okay. So today we are going to be talking about our second book. It is called The Thousandth Floor by Catherine McGee. Um, this is a book that I have been reading since about 2017. Wait, who's that singer, Catherine McPhee? Oh, Yeah. This Wait. author should change her name. Why? Because it sounds too much like Catherine McPhee. Of course. Oh, okay. The American Idol star. Yeah. And um, also Waitress star. Wasn't she in Waitress? No. Was she? I thought she, like, guest starred a couple times. Oh, did she? As, the, as Sarah Bareilles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a great TikTok you sent, by the by. I know wasn't it i do get really a lot out of, of thin air i do get a lot of musical theater related ones you know Is mixed in my conservative propaganda yeah. before after the pro-abortion tiktoks no no they're anti-abortion <laughs> oh right 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 so oh wow this just in today is oh, yeah. the, the late robert kardashian's birthday oh happy birthday how did he it's, die he had cancer, I think. Um, you know, just how most people die. Cancer. What kind of cancer? Um, do you want me to Google it? No. Okay. I just thought you would know. I, I want to say, like, stomach 
or something. <laughs> really? Let's see. Now I need to know. Oh no, esophagus cancer. Ooh. Esophageal. Esophageal. <laughs> esophageal. Yeah. Wow, he was only 59. That is such a shame. Do you I think that it was? That he was okay, like poisoned. If you just heard I... going down, that wasn't even the elevator saying going down. That was the person in the elevator saying going down. So <laughs> going people in Miami down. are not okay. They're stupid pieces of shit. Okay. Anyway, that was a little bit of a tangent, but that's okay. That's what. That's kind of our brand here. We should be called the Unpopular Tangent Podcast. <laughs> Um, anyway, so we're going to be t- discussing this book called The Thousandth Floor. Um, There's a lot to dive into, honestly. A lot to dive into. Like, it's not right up in your face. They really make you, like, work for it and, like, d- you know, really analyze things to understand where it's coming from. Yeah. So this book, um, have you read it, like, a couple years ago? This was yep, one of... when you were supposed to. One of, um, your curated, like, Peace Corps selections. Peace Corps book club. I'm amazing. Except I did not participate. Young adult fiction. Um, so you read it then. I read about half of it then, and I just finished the book the other day. So it took so me a you took me a minute. You didn't feel the need to go back to the beginning and start again? No, it would have just taken me so much longer. Let's I go like, back. I remember. Back to the I remembered beginning. it. Thanks, thanks, Hill. Appreciate it. Okay, sorry. That's okay. Um, yeah. So you remembered I'll, a lot of it? No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. Like, I remembered how they like alluded to the person falling off the tower at the beginning. I was like, oh yes. yeah, yeah. Foreshadowing. So that's, that's what that's called. Major foreshadowing. There is a literary device for you. That is the term that I was trying to think of. Literary device. Did you take AP um you or what is it? AP English literature. I did. Yep. I got a three on the test. <laughs> I think I did too. <laughs> yeah. Literally, like most, my teacher uh, like trained us and like. I did so bad. They like had all the answer keys and we still didn't know the answer. She did buy us Panera the day of the test though. So that was the best part. And of course that's something that I remember. You probably can't remember any of the books that you read. But I remember that I had like a cinnamon crunch bagel before the AP English test. Was it good? At least I would have gotten an Asiago cheese. Yeah, maybe I had both. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, so do we want to dive into the book? I would love to. Okay, great. So I will just give like a high level overview. Basically, I'm going to read this from Goodreads. And it's I going to literally tell you everything that happened beginning, middle, okay, and end yeah. of this book. Like I do not want to hear it book because review. you literally read an That's entire That's what you do newspaper. in a book review. Yeah. <laughs> Have you never re- listened to a book review before? I guess no, not. I haven't. Remember when our podcasts were supposed to be five minutes long? Yeah, and look, here we are, and we're, we won't shut up for a fucking hour. <laughs> Even though we were already talking for an hour before this started. Okay. So, The Thousandth Floor is New York City, as you have never seen it before. A thousand-story tower stretching into the sky. A glittering vision of the future where anything is possible, if you want it enough. Welcome to Manhattan, 2118. A hundred years in the future, New York City is a city of innovation and dreams. Everyone there wants something, and everyone has something to lose. Lita Cole's flawless exterior belies a secret addiction to a drug she never should have tried and a boy she never should have touched. 
Eris Dodd Radson. That's so fucking dramatic. Eris <laughs> Dodd Radson's beautiful, carefree life falls to pieces when a heartbreaking betrayal tears her family apart. Ryland Myers's job on one of the highest floors sweeps her into a world and a romance that she never imagined. But will this new life cost Ryland her old one? Watt Bakrati, I don't know if that's how you say it, is a tech genius with a secret. He knows everything about everyone, but when he's hired to spy for an upper floor girl, he finds himself caught in a complicated web of lies. And living above everyone else on the thousandth floor is Avery Fuller, the girl genetically designed to be perfect. The girl who seems to have it all, yet is tormented by the one thing she can never have. Amid breathtaking advancement and high-tech luxury, five teenagers struggle to find their place at the top of the world. But when you're this high up, there's nowhere to go but down. Wow. Wow. That was... What do you think of that? that was Wait, dramatic. can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay, great. Sorry. Yep. Um, didn't know you're if I was doing still well on mute or not. You're good. Like me on um, every conference call. Oh, oh, so sorry. I was on mute. Oh, sorry. I was on mute. Oh, sorry. Um... Here's okay. my first question. Let's really just dive into the details of this. Do you think all these people are white? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's like hard to, it's kind of hard to tell like from their names and stuff. Part of me just like pictures them as like robots kind of like, like I robot, like they have people exteriors, but they're kind of robotic on the inside. Yeah. But I think they're just real. I think they're real people. I don't know. And I who do you identify with the most? Um, like none of them. Do you identify with any of them? Mm, I don't mind the um the druggy one. Lita. I mean, I mind her. I think she's so fucking annoying. But I think that I'm probably most like her. Yeah. Um. Okay, so let's just get into like the more individual like plot lines of these people. So I would say that my biggest challenge with this book were the alternating plot lines and by the people right? and the chapters were all like within the point of view of each person. And then it would switch between. So those five that, um, the five people that I mentioned in that little summary were the five people that got some, that got their perspectives, but I think there were a couple others thrown in. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, they did. Um, isn't there one chapter of the brother? Um, what's Atlas. his name? Atlas. Atlas. Yeah. And then there was also, I thought we can talk about the end, but I thought that the book itself like ended very abruptly. And the very last chapter was from the perspective of that girl that Eris was dating. I don't know if you remember that. That girl that Eris was dating? Uh-huh. Who was that? Now I can't remember her name. I don't remember any of these people's names. Okay, wait. Eris is the uh, okay. The one so who, like Eris is the Eris is the one who found out that her the person that she thought is her dad is not actually her dad, and they right. he like kicks her and her mom out of his apartment, and then they have to move to a and lower. And then they're poor. Yeah. yeah, then they're poor. But she is, like, initially, like, with the group of, like, because she's also, yeah. like, she's also good friends. She's with the Avery. old money. Yeah, she's also good friends with, like, Avery, but then she, like, gets, and then she, like, tries to hide it for a while, but, um, obviously. Then they find like, her out. That's kind of hard to do. So um, who is she dating? Cord? 
Eris? Yeah. No, Eris is dating this girl named Mariel. Oh. Oh, right, she right, right. Meets, on her she new street. She meets on the yes, lower Yes, floor. yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Yep. So first they just, like, like I don't think she, like, because I think she, like, dated guys before. Like, I don't think she, like, realized that she liked girls. But she, like, meets her. And they, wow, like, a true coming-of-age story. Yeah, it's just really, like, just hit hits all those um those buttons hot topics yeah so this okay so this summary that i have here like goes a little bit more into like the actual plot lines that are happening so do you want me to go through that just quickly I would love for you to do that okay so basically um at the beginning of the book um it's so the prologue of the book is set in the future and that's where they reference a character dying so that's like where the foreshadowing happens that someone dies um they don't really tell you much about it but it kind of just like sets the tone for the book and then after that it go like comes back to the time that's in the rest of the book and starts going into like the individual characters so it starts out with um I'll just go character by character and kind of what happens so Avery that's the one we said before she is the girl who is genetically engineered to be beautiful and her parents are super wealthy and they live on the thousandth floor of the tower. Um, It says she's tired of only being noticed and complimented for her looks. And then she has this stepbrother who lives with them named Atlas. And the big secret of the book is that Avery is in love with her, her stepbrother Atlas who also lives on. Which is so weird. It is so weird. And I like kept forgetting the whole book that it was actually her stepbrother. And I'm like, this is just, and I think like something like they hooked up or something like one time and then it was, then they like didn't really talk about it again. And then Atlas ends up um, like kind of dating Avery's best friend, Lita. Lita. Right. Yeah. So, so what was, what was the relation between them? Is it the dad's son or something? Yeah um i think or wasn't he like adopted yeah i think he was like adopted they're not like actually related so it's literally it's kind of like a clueless type of situation yeah they're not like half siblings like they're not like related by any like blood at all but it's still like like he's playing the role of like your brother like you live in the same house like these are your parents like it's just it's just strange and so sorry, are we go gonna ahead. ruin it right now? Is she she's the one that throws herself off the top, isn't she? No. Is it Lita? No, it's Eris. Oh. And right, she's right, pushed. Right, 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 she's four. So, but then there's also okay. So we'll get to that. Okay. Okay. Why? There's another storyline that goes on in there. Okay. So then, Lita is Avery's best friend who lives on floor nine sixty two. So. Unlike Avery, Lita was not born into wealth. Her parents really had to work hard for it. When Atlas ignores... So, okay, Atlas and Lita hooked up. And Lita gets really depressed and obsessed over Atlas, which drives her to become addicted to Zenperhydrin, which is a fictional drug with similar effects to an antidepressant and stimulant. That, like, doesn't even make sense as, like, a combination. Um, So Lita goes to rehab, um, but then she gets out of rehab and she resumes her substance abuse and her obsession for Atlas still blazes stronger than ever. But, like, she doesn't tell Avery that they 
hooked up or that any of this is going on. And she also, of course, doesn't know that Avery is in love with Atlas because, like, who would ever tell anybody that? I want to go back to the drugs for a second. Okay. Um, I liked, I loved the part where that girl, not not Lita, but Ryland, I think, the one from the lower floors, yeah. where she is at that club and they do like a group drug and they all put on those like patches and then the DJ like controls how how, oh, yeah. how high they get. Like that's that's an that. ideal. And then when <laughs> she takes the, as soon as she takes the um, patch off, then she's like fine again. Yeah. She can, like, could go you to work. Could you imagine? No. It'd be amazing. That's- we're not going to live until 2118, so don't get too excited. True. Okay, so next up is Rylan. Rylan, Miser's parents, died, leaving her to raise her little sister, and they live on the 43rd floor, so they are poor as shit. Um, so she's basically, like, playing the parental role for her sister, but then she is also a pill-popping party girl, she leaves her job at a concession stand and she becomes Cord Anderson's maid. So that's one he Cord doesn't I don't think he gets his own chapters. I don't remember, but so he's not like a he he's sort of a main character but like more of a side character. Isn't so, it all women with the storylines? Except, except for, for the hacker. Why? Yeah. yeah. So um she starts cleaning at Cord's apartment and then she falls for Cord who is an athletic and sensitive sort who is also grieving the loss of his parents so like they have that in common and Rylan was also dating this guy or she was dating this guy before named Haral Hyrule um and he was a low-life drug dealing boyfriend and he ends up in jail and he pressures her to steal drugs and like deal them for him. And then I think low life is kind of a stretch. He was, he was fine. He was just like trying to make ends meet in the 22nd century, you know? Yeah. Wow. You just, yeah, you're so like sympathetic. Um, so, and it says she's going to get, she's going to get with the guy who like employs her. That's kind of weird too. And then it says the two of them cannot simply can't they can't stop selling on the streets and their safety is at stake and then one thing that happens like later on in the book um she like while he's in jail like she visits him and then he like sends her on these missions to like go to where these drugs are and then she has to give them to this other guy I, his name was like v or something i think and um yeah get, v was v was in the beginning too and they okay. had like some sexual tension Oh. He was the one who originally had those patches. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so at one point toward the end, somehow Rylan ends up with these drugs that were prescribed to Cord. So Cord's brother like finds out about this and like assumes that Rylan is like stealing from their apartment, which I don't think actually happened. Right? And so that ends up. Sorry, like, I think that she actually did steal. A oh, few she things. did steal. Yeah. Okay, so she did steal from. That was maybe toward, more towards the beginning. Okay, yeah. so that. I think she was then, just like kind of taking advantage of. I mean, rightfully so. They had like a lot that she was just like kind of pilfering. Yeah, and she like. I wouldn't did, say it was like a. She wasn't like stealing it. No, and she like didn't know any better. Like that's just like how. She well, was. I think she did. She was just like whatever. These rich kids don't need any of these things, and I'm like can't pay rent. Right. And then she and she's like, I need to take care of my sister. Yeah. Um, 
and then she ends up like falling for cord and cord like takes her to like paris and like all oh, these I forgot super... about that yes. they have these, like bullet train things or so- that get you like to europe in like an hour it's like crazy amazing um so yeah that's kind of their storyline and then next we have eris and she um she lives on floor 985 and then like i was saying before she finds out that the man that she thought was her dad is not actually her dad um and they're forced out of their apartment and they have to move to a lower floor and then later on in the book um it's this one like random day that Eris is at school and her mom shows up and pulls her out of school and is like, you're going to meet your father today. So they like go to this restaurant, blah, blah, blah. And they, um, she finds out that Lita's father is also her father. So the two of them are half sisters. So that's like a big shock factor thing that happens later in the book. So Eris like, kind of tries to have a relationship with her father and they like meet up um at a restaurant this one day and it ends up like she was like she ended up being kind of happy about it because like Lita's dad was being nice to her and everything um and Lita still didn't know that any of this was happening but then this one day they go to dinner and basically Lita's dad just like pays her off and says that he doesn't want to have any kind of relationship with her because it's going to mess up his reputation and his home life and everything so he like deposits all of this money into her account and gives her this like fancy scarf and of course that at the same time that this is going on Lita is at this park outside of the restaurant like doing drugs by herself because she's just like and it was hilarious but and then she sees through the window the she, scarf situation the scarf situation and Eris like leans over and kisses her dad on the cheek but Lita like could could only see like the back of Eris's head so she thought they like actually kissed and so she thinks that um they have a secret relationship which is, is obviously Lita, does Lita have any siblings doesn't she have a brother or something yeah I think she has a brother and that person doesn't have a big role in the in the mm-hmm. plot line right now? No, I don't think really at all. Um, okay. Honestly, okay, to me, the whole, like, parental switching situation is a little bit, like, overdone. It's a little bit like telenovela. I would feel like we would be, like, beyond that storyline in, in that day and age, right? You would be able to track exactly from birth who your parents were. Yeah. Like, I don't think they would be able to hide any of that stuff. I thought that they could they could have maybe had like a different like b- big plot twist than like I'm in love with my brother and I I like have a different father. I don't right. know. Yeah, I don't know. Just seems a little bit done, you know. I guess like they were able to kind of hush it though just because of having a lot of money. Money. I guess that's yeah, true. That's probably the main thing. Um and then what else with Eris? Oh, and then we talked about this before, but Eris ends up like dating this girl, um, and she's like in it until the end. Um, and then. But she basically like fucks it up, doesn't she, by being a, like a pretentious snob? Yeah, and like the whole party at the end, that was like an issue. But then Mariel right. like Mariel ends up coming to find Eris there, but then obviously that doesn't work out because because she dies. Yeah. 
Um, and then the last character is Watt, and he is a tech genius and a professional hacker. And he is um, so Lita hires Watt to spy on Atlas, and he has this like special like computer like chip in his head. Nate, what is its name? Um, it has a name. I can't remember. I forget what it's called. Gator it's like or a, something it, like. No, it's like a person. Laser. Name. No, it's like a person. It's like a woman's name. Oh. So it's like Iron Man. I don't know what Iron Man is, but sure. <laughs> Iron Man the superhero? Yeah, I mean, I know, but I don't know the premise. Um, okay. Okay, so anyway, he provides a service to people, and that is like finding out people's secrets. And he kind of, so he's on a lower floor. Watt is on, oh, the computer's name is Nadia. Or is Nadia a person? I don't know. Anyway, so Watt lives on the 294th floor. So he's a lot lower down than all of these people. But as he's, like, spying on people, he becomes, like, super enthralled and fascinated um, by their lives. And he also starts to develop feelings for Avery. Um, But then throughout his spying and hacking, he learns that Avery... And then, oh, Watt, like, goes to, somehow gets invited by um, Avery to this, like, super fancy dinner or, like, a ball or something. I don't know. And basically, Avery only asks him to go to this because she wants to make her brother jealous because his brother, or because her brother takes Lita with him. So it's just, like, a random thing. But, of course, like, Watt like really likes her but then he ends up spying on her later after the whole thing and she and this is the night where Avery and Atlas like slept together again they like finally did it again Avery and Atlas or Lita and Atlas no Avery and Atlas like Lita left oh they like both go back to their apartment and I guess like their parents weren't there so I would hope their parents weren't there that's and so Watt knows about it so yeah, Watt knows about it. So he's really at this point the only outside person who knows about it. Um, but then after that, he ends up telling Lita. So this is when the book comes to its boiling point. Um, so after Avery and Atlas get together, at this point they decide that the only way that they're going to be able to have a relationship is if they just run away somewhere together. Um, and they decide that they're going to have this huge party. Like they're not going to call it a going away party, but it's basically a going away party. And they just like have this crazy party in their apartment and invite all of their friends. And this is how all five of the protagonists um, that we're talking throughout the book end up in the same place. So Lita comes to the party like super high, like super fucked up Um And she, at this point, knows that Avery and Alice are together. And she also, at this point, thinks that Eris is sleeping with her dad. So she's just, like, off the the chains at this point. So um, this leads to a confrontation between Lita and Avery. Um, And then... Eris also ends up, they find out that they're, they can get up to the roof. Uh, it's like literally the very top of the tower. They can get out to it. Um, Eris ends up there as well. And then Eris is trying to explain that like, no, she's not 
sleeping with Lita's dad. Like they have the same dad, but Lita does not listen and ends up pushing Eris off the roof. So now we know who the person was that um, fell off the roof at the beginning. And really all that I totally forgot it was Lita who did that. Yeah. Crazy times. I still identify Uh, with her. I, I think you're Watt. (laughs) <laughs> thanks just spying just on watching everybody. other people yeah um thanks and um not much really happens after that they have a funeral for Eris, and like everybody's there and i think the last like i said the last chapter is from the perspective of mariel who was Eris's girlfriend and then it kind of just ends and what does mariel think at the end I think she's just, she like, just sad. sad. I think she's just sad because, like, she actually really liked Daris and, like, never really had a chance to see her again. And I think so she feels nobody bad. nobody knows that Lita pushed her? Um, no, I think they just, like, covered it up. Because Avery was also on the roof. Oh. So, so now yeah. it's, like, Pretty Little Liars. They're going to take this secret to their grave. It's just going to keep getting bigger. Yes. So uh, that was the first book. This is actually a trilogy. There are two other books. Um, So the second book is called The Dazzling Heights. And the third book is called The Towering Sky. So definitely want to read these. Got to figure out how to get them for free because I don't want to spend like $15 on these books. So can we talk about like the logistics of the tower a little bit? Yes. So let's, you mean my diagram? Oh, you could do that. I was just th- talking more, like, about how in 100 years they build oh, this, yeah. like, huge building and, like, Central Park's in there and, like, they go to a bunch of things on different floors and all that stuff. I think it's such a cool concept. I love it. Right? Where Would you live in there? Yeah, I think it's so cool. I love how, like, futuristic it is. Um, I feel like I guess we would be on, like, floor two, though. We'd be, like, the basement. Like, like the rat city. Yeah. The rack We'd be in like the uninhabitable. Well, you can like get out of the tower. So like New York City itself like still exists, but I don't think everybody like lives in the tower, right? That's I how I they, understood they it. They said that like um, I think there are a bunch of different towers. Like they said that you can see the New Jersey Tower or whatever, right? Oh, so that's just like how it's just like a how new they're, like coping ecosystem of living with climate change, you know. Yeah, but that's then, what we're like, going to have to do. At the do. beginning, they talk about how Lita's relatives in, in Illinois still live like normal people. Right. Yeah, I don't think it's, like, taken over, like, in every No, it's only for, place. like, rich people. Right. But, yeah, but also, like, poor people. Wow, something's funny there. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <that's okay. laughs> um, yeah, I don't think it's not in every place. But, yeah. Okay. What do you want to talk about next? Um, Whoops. Sorry, I'm laughing over okay. here at you, but I was <laughs> on mute. Um, <laughs> you just end so abruptly. I just um, like. I think. Uh, I don't know what we were saying. Like the copters throughout the city, and then like the little what do they call them? Um, transports that you can like get in throughout the building, and then yeah. also the fact that they have. They take, like, snaps and they post them on their feeds. Like, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, and, and how some people, she... like, like not everybody has, like, the ability to do, like, the messaging, like, in their head. Right. Because remember, like, Ryland still had, like, a cell phone. 
mm-hmm. and that was like oh you're that means you're Loser. so poor yeah well, but true. otherwise you could send like what do they call them like flickers flicks Fli- flick flick yeah i think flicker is it a flicker yeah i think it's a flicker um so that's how they could like message each other like through their heads it felt and they a also, lot like the circle yeah, and they also all wore, um, they have, like, contacts in their eyes, so they can, like, see, like, screens, like, on their eyes. I love cool. that. That's such I know. a great idea. Uh, I've always were... wanted, like, the ability to take pictures with my eyes, you know? Not having yeah. to, like, lift your phone, just being able to, like, and, you like, know, capture the moment. And have, like, your pictures actually look like what you see through your eyes, you know? Oh, it's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of, like, the... You the know, lens. the photographic and the saturation <laughs> and, oh, like, God. the composition. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, pictures never look like how you see things through your eyes, you know? It's, it's always just, better how you what see a things shame. through your eyes. Yeah. It's all about <laughs> perspective, you know? You took photo one. Honestly, <laughs> I think this was, like, a mix of the circle and um, uh, smart house. Because yeah. they have all those, like... Um, things in their rooms to like wake them up and like there's different things they can put on the walls and like they temperature controls and the part that I like is when they it detects like when you need water and like gives you water I need that that. like please tell me every vitamin that I'm lacking because I'm sure I'm lacking a lot but then didn't it also give you like kind of a hunger games feel like I felt like in the second and third they're gonna like overthrow the president or something you know just yeah, like they're has, in a band I'm, together and i'm like, curious to see like where it's gonna go from here do you want me to ask you to look at the synopses yep and i have it pulled up right here whoa that's great funny. minds um so here is like a little i'm not i don't want to read the premise for the third one because i don't want it to give away what happens in the second but i'll read this little premise for for the second book so we are still in New York City 2118. Um, at this point, Lita is haunted by the memories of what happened on the worst night of her life. She'll do anything to make sure that the truth stays hidden, even if that means trusting her enemy. Watt just wants to put everything behind him until Lita forces him to start hacking again. Will he do what it takes to be free of her for good? And then Rylan wins a scholarship to an upper floor school. Her life is transformed overnight, but being there also means seeing the boy whose heart she broke and who broke hers in return. Oh, yeah, because she was like she went to that party to like try and reconcile and it didn't end up happening. Um, And then Avery is tormented by her love for the one person in the world she can never have. She's so desperate to be with him. Like that's her only storyline is that she's in love with her brother. Like do something else. Um, and then then there's Calliope, the mysterious bohemian beauty who arrives in New York determined to cause a stir, and she knows exactly where to begin. But unbeknownst to all of them, someone is watching their every move, someone with revenge in mind. Aha, there Aha. it is. Ah, this is basically like Gossip Girl. It's Pretty Little Liars. Yeah. After all, in a world of such dazzling heights, just one wrong step can mean a devastating fall. Ugh, I want it. Who do you think it is? I don't know. I think it's Marisol or whatever. What's her name? Mario. Oh, maybe. Mario. She's like watching all those idiots that killed her, that killed um, Idris Elba. Definitely. Who? <laughs> Idris Elba? Iris. Eris. Eris, <laughs> sure. <laughs> 
That's crazy. Wow. I completely agree that Avery's only storyline is being perfect and liking her brother. Like, could you have, like, some career aspirations? And also, that girl that gets a scholarship to the upper floors, like, what? Like, is that a college? Is that a high school? Like, what are we... I don't even remember them going to school in this book. They were, like, barely at school. No. Like, ridiculous. I'll probably read it, but, like, I'm not totally invested in any of the characters. No, me neither. I think it's it's a really cool concept, but I think they could have done a little bit more. They needed, like, a, they needed, like, a bigger plot line, you know, like, everybody banding together against something. Yeah, there was really never, like, I feel like all of their, they tried to make everything come together in that last chapter with the party, but, like, I still feel like there wasn't, like, that big of a connection between everyone. No, like, like some people didn't even interact with each other. There wasn't a very good, like, central plot line amongst all of these other plot lines. They were trying to make it, like, Valentine's Day or New Year's Day, and it just did not come together Oh, the end. wow. That was a good thing to pull in. Thanks. So what happened with Atlas at the end? He's just like, oh, sorry, somebody died off my roof. I'm not going to, like, escape. I get, yeah, I don't, anymore. yeah, well, that's, it kind of ruined their plan, obviously. So, and where were their parents throughout the party? I don't think their parents were there. I think their parents oh. are like out of town. Absent, par- absent parental figures. Duh. Yeah, like they're just like creating another child in a lab or something. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Like making the perfect child. Yeah, and then like every like injury she gets she has to get it like plastic surgery over so that she's still perfect something right. weird is going on there yeah for sure well for sure we're gonna get to the bottom of it totes yeah so we'll read the next book someday and report back but i don't do know what to get into the be. actual next book that we're gonna read is so yes. all of our avid book club members can follow along um so the next book that we're reading is called Followers, um, and it is by Megan Angelo, and oh, it, Maya Angelou. It's yeah, Maya Angelou's sister. <laughs> um, she just she just writes like teen novels. <laughs> she just couldn't really live up to Maya's you know, great work. <laughs> You um, may forget what I said. You may forget what I did, but you will never, f- never forget how you made others how feel. How I made you feel. Yeah, that's, that's my motto. Um, so this book, it actually just came out in January, so it is hot off the presses. Oh um, my goodness, 2020. So it's basically about. Um, I think it. T- I started reading it a little bit, but it takes place not, in none other than New York City, like everything else we read. Um, and it takes place in two different times, but basically in the future, um, it's like this crazy, like social media driven world. Like it reminds me of like black mirror a little bit. Um, and there are government appointed celebrities. Um, I think we're going to like this one. I think it is going to be, are you going to be okay with the, um, what's it called? The broken storyline. I'm not sure, but honestly, like, I feel like since I got through the thousands floor and like, I feel like I was pretty educated on it today and remembering things. You were. Um, so I'm feeling pretty good about it. So that is going to be our next book. 
Yeah. And if you, people wanted to go back and read our first book, what was it again? Woman in the Window Part 2. That the Wino in the Window. <laughs> the Wino in the Window. It is called When I Was You by Minka Kent. Yeah, that was a good one. I think we're doing a good job at getting some, like, multiple genres. Like, what should we read next? Are like we? A, like a, <laughs> not really. <laughs> it's literally, like, all, well, they're not like, all like crime. They're women. not all, like, crime books, though. Like, I feel like That's all I true. ever normally read are, like, thrillers. Oh, this next one, we're really going to dive deep into social media social culture. Media. I thought that yeah. would be good. We're, like, very yeah. social. I'm a big social media person, you know? Just really engaged. When was the last time you posted an Instagram? Like 1995. <laughs> <laughs> a really long time ago. Um, I still oh like I, I still had baby teeth. <laughs> um, it was not, that one of you as Tinkerbell. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, that's our rundown of book club. This was a pretty successful one, I would say. I, you did great. You're doing great at driving this book club. I am just a a, a member of your um, congregation. Yeah. Well, I'm the Jackie here, so I gotta gotta keep up with my brand. You gotta bring, yeah, true redhead. Are you gonna dye your hair red? Absolutely not. I would rather die. Um, I'm excited for our next episode, which is gonna be a grab bag because we have so much information that happened over the past few weeks that we have not covered yet. Kim Actually, our next went on our about, next oh. episode is a media review. And oh, great. Well, even bag. better. Okay. Yeah. I have a lot of media that I've consumed recently. Lots to talk about. Not um, really anything that we really particularly loved. No, but it's, I mean, you got to have something. You got to have something. That's true. You know, Very true. You know what? I love the Kesha album. That's what you're going to talk about? Yeah, the whole time. Do you love it? No, I'm just saying okay. that because it'll annoy you. And I'm like, literally, my blood is boiling. Check my temperature, <laughs> please. It's like 300. Um, okay. Are there any top other topics you would like to bring up today? Well, I think we really covered them all. Futuristic, sci-fi, like uh, the wealth inequality, climate change. What? Yeah. I mean, that's like, a lot of big topics to bring dating to our Dating siblings. Listeners. I don't know. That's I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight thinking about that. Smart uh, house. We got a Pat reference in there. You did, which is all. I, that's a win in my book. <laughs> okay. Do you want to sign us off? You know what? I I would be honored to. Great. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to this book review, a part of the Unpopular Opinion podcast, That's the Worst, hosted by Kevin I.E. <laughs> um, I.E. is coming to you today from Washington, D.C., and I, unfortunately, am at, by an elevator in the Miami airport. So we apologize for any of the feedback that you may have received during the, the <laughs> contents of this episode. Um, if you want to... Uh, oh, I'm going to just... We're going to... Uh-oh take a take a short break for everybody um we, we want to make sure that you can hear clearly crystal clearly the next Loud hashtags clear. the next accounts that you need to follow because on instagram you need to go to the at that's the worst pod and on twitter you need to go to at that's the worst underscore the twitter account literally churns out premium content at all times it'll give you everything that you need to know about pop culture and um funny celebrity tweets and also just some like 
commentary. If you want yeah. to follow like something that's never really going to clog your feed on Instagram, <laughs> not really going to post anything, you go right over to Instagram and you just give us a give us a follow over there. Um, that, you know this what's was terrible? Episode... Oh. When I had when I deleted Instagram, I can't remember the password for that source <laughs> pod, <laughs> and I can't get back in. <laughs> you put it in the Google Doc. I did, but it won't work. and then it sent a passion project then it sent a forget password to that's the worst at gmail.com of which i also don't know the password so why did you make it that's the worst at gmail.com i don't know you're a freaking moron well then don't go and follow that's the worst pod on instagram (laughs) there's not a lot happening there. If you want to hear some other unpopular opinions, we've got uh, uh, over uh, around 60 of them for you to this go and hang out with. is our 59th episode. Wow, 59. Trombones. Yeah, feeling fine. Um, they're on Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, and, Spotify. and uh, SoundCloud? No. Stitcher. Okay, great. And Anchor, if you were really is. over there. Yeah. Um, that was, oops, this was Kevin I, and that was literally the worst. Sure, it sure was. See you next time, everybody.